podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to another Fantasy Football Scout Scoutcast. Uh, as always, you're joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we are also joined by the, hmm, what are we going to go with this week? Ever affable, Seb. How's it going? Ever affable. Thanks, mate. <laughs> it's, it's always like a bubble. There's always like a fubble in there. Yeah, I know. Oh, there will always yeah. be a fubble. Um, oh, the way it's FPL, mate. There'll always be a fubble. Yeah, it's going well, thank you, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm tired after the weekend, but cheerful enough. It's a nice time of year, right? It's like you know, going autumnal. No, I mean, starting it's got a new school year for you, I guess. But I quite like it, you know. New, new football season, new rugby season. Like the weather's weather's calming down, but it's still bright enough. Oh. Bulking season, which basically means you get to eat food, lift heavy weights, and pretend you're doing it for a good reason. And you know, and then we get to look forward to Christmas. I like it. I think it's my favourite time of year. Exactly. I love how you were saying how you love this time of year, but you didn't mention FPL at least even once there. What a new football season, you know? So <laughs> yeah. lovely stuff. And we are also joined by Rich Flapjack. How's it going, Rich? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And it's always always bulking season for me. Yeah. No matter <laughs> what time of year. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um and obviously We've had uh, we're we're still in the game week at the moment. Literally while we're streaming, Chelsea Fulham is on in the background. Um, I'm sure Cole will be getting me a clean sheet, and Sterling owners will be. Oh no, wait! Sterling owners will not be overly happy because, of course, Sterling is benched, which is not good for those people that have a stupid hand first on their bench. They will be having a bit of a nervous wait. I've even seen in the community somebody that's got. Watkins first on their bench and they're playing Sterling so they are waiting to see whether they get 23 points and other managers get minus two so what a swing that would be we have a bumper show for you tonight two of us are on wild card I won't spoil it and tell you who it's me and Seb uh, and we're going to be uh, looking at our points we're going to be looking at our wild cards we're going to be before we look at wildcards, we're going to be looking at captaincy for the next eight game weeks because there's some interesting discussions that's been going on recently. And there's also been some interesting discussions about whether we could possibly lose the most owned player in the game. But we're going to be talking about that a little bit. We could be wrong, but you never know. We might talk about it. Um, we're going to be looking at some wildcards, uh, three wildcards in particular. Going to be doing our over-unders, and then we're going to be looking at our teams as well. Rich, yours is obviously the only team that we can talk about in terms of what moves you're going to make uh, with your free transfers, with me and Seb both being on wildcard. But before we do anything else, let's have a little bit of a chat and see how we've gotten on this week. So I've only gone down 100k this week. I'm going to take that as a win, because that is absolutely brilliant compared to what I have been going down recently. Uh, I had Pickford in goal with one point. Colwell, who is playing now. Uh, Kabore with one point. Oh, I didn't realise he got one point. I thought he got two. Uh, Saliba with six. Uh, and Boomer with two. Saka with nine. I feel a little bit let down with him only getting nine. He gave up two of his penalties, which I was not very happy about. Uh, Foden got two. Rashford got two. Bruno got two. Alvarez got eight. Finally, uh, and Haaland was my captain who only got four. A stupid and sitting first on my bench with minus two, who will now not come in. Thank goodness. Uh, Doggy with one. Osula, who continues to drop with zero. And Turner with three. So I still managed to get it the wrong way around with uh, with Pickford and Turner. 37 points, only down 100k. Cole and Kabore still to play. I am quietly optimistic that I might end up with a green arrow this week. If Cole will manages to keep a clean sheet... I tell you, I'm, we'll see what happens. I'm not, I'm not holding any hope, but we'll see what happens. Um, so 37, only 100k green, but the uh, 100k red, but the wildcard button has been pressed. Rich, on to you. And 
I'm not going to lie, your hero of this year so far, that man Trippier is just sitting there beautifully in the middle. Talk us through your points so far. I mean, he did most of the points this week, to be fair. I'm I'm down from, what, 400k to nearly a million. Um, I've got, yeah, Pickford in goal with one. Robertson, who was playing for, a t- you know, nine men. He got he got zero because he got booked really late. Yeah. Um, and then they conceded, obviously, the own goal really late. So, yeah, no points from him this week. Walker, again. Somehow, I think City conceded, what was it, one shot? Yeah. But they let in two goals and Walker got booked. So, another zero. <laughs> Um, I can't complain with my defender like recently. And yeah, Trippier's like, I think that's 38 points in three game weeks since I bought him in. Fair play. Um, Rashford got two. Bruno got two. Sterling has a virus. That's why he's not playing tonight, apparently. Saka with nine, gifting penalties. And Abumo with two. Haaland captain. Um, and then Morris Oof. got, what was it, eight points with a, with a game to play. But with the captaincy decision, I... I think by Thursday, when I recorded with Praz, I'd set my mind on the fact I wasn't going to captain Morris. I was going to play it, play it safely. Fair enough. And it's yeah. No, I mean I'd say it's backfired. I mean it's not the worst result, Morris. You know, it's probably more than I expected him to get. And then Stupinam was my second sub behind Archer. So if Sterling doesn't play, at least I get two points instead of minus two. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I do, that's I, something. I'm, that's the best bit of the week. I'm glad you. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you said that. Um, you were kind of set on the Morris move there because I, I was wondering about captaincy because I know there was quite a split in terms of people that were looking and people that were bringing Morris in. There was a bit of a split between, you know, captain him and him and Harlan, but you were pretty set on Harlan, were you? Yeah, there were massive. I mean, I think part of it was because I'd had a couple of good weeks and then sometimes I feel like I can get overconfident and do something stupid. Yeah. Um, not that captain in Morris would have been stupid, but you know, all models, etc. It's very, very close. Yeah. Um, with Morris just ahead. I just thought it wasn't the best spot. I thought, best case scenario, Morris might score two goals every two games. And even that felt optimistic. Yeah. They could have had a goal and an assist. He did hit the hit the post, didn't he? And then that's where the goal came from. Yeah, yeah, very true. I thought it was a good one. I mean, obviously, I had Pickford, you had Pickford. Um, we weren't expecting... I mean, Luton got their first one of the season and scored two goals away from home. That's why I don't care. Like Pickford didn't didn't return because I was happy Morris scored. I guess it'd probably be different different for yourself not having Morris, but I mean you don't have to look at him in your team looking forward. There was a lot of people, wasn't there, that said Morris needs three games to catch up Harland. He's done it in one. Uh, So there you go. And Harland Uh, didn't even put up the numbers against Wolves. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. The Wolves seem to be a bit of a bogey team for them, don't they? Remember the old uh, Adama Traore and Jimenez days. But we talked last week as well about there was, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. And I remember a load of us bought in, oh, I can't remember his name now, not Neto, the fast little winger. He nutmegged KDB, Podence. Podence, yeah. He nutmegged KDB and then a load of us bought him in par- partly because of that maybe. <laughs> and then there was the red card last season. I mean, there's been a few red cards in that fixture. There's a red yeah. card last season. I think it was Collins. Yeah. I think you had Kane captain that week and, you know, they didn't get battered despite yeah. playing with 10 men for most of the game. So, yeah. Maybe it is yeah. a bogey team. Yeah, you never know. Uh, and speaking of bogeys, on the Seb's uh, team, how are you doing, Seb? Almost down to two mil. What's going on? Uh, coming for you, Andy. I'm coming for you. I'm going <laughs> to catch you. <laughs> yeah, big, big number good, right, team? Big number good. Number go up. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, bottled the captain decision, didn't I, really? I was I was the opposite, Rich. I was on I was on Morris all week. And uh, yeah, bottled it last minute. Inexplicable. Uh, fumbled. That's worse. That's worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I mean, maintain what we were saying. It was pretty close between them, but um, but I, I was on the side of the right outcome until the last minute when I uh, when I checked. I have Edison in goal, who similar to Rich's story with with Walker uh, manages to you know concede the lowest xg in the league, but concede a goal. So that's that. Uh, Trippier, I think, was my highest scorer, which is nice. He was one of my transfers. Morris, the other. Uh, Stephen M with minus D. Uh, <laughs> Botman, obviously, with with zero there. But but no one to to help out on the bench. Uh, Gisto and Bodak, also, also nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, to be fair. Then Saka with nine, which is nice. Did actually play him this week. Although, benched some points, didn't I? Managed, somehow managed to bench points in this absolute car crash of a team. Uh, Rashford, Mbumo, Fernandes and Foden all did nothing. Haaland captain, bad times. Uh, Morris with the fixture to come. So, you know, like, if he goes and scores a hat-trick, sure, I would have liked to have captained him. But I'll get some points that not everyone else will get, so that'll be nice. And then a bench of Turner, uh, some people who didn't turn up. And Jao Pedro, who did get an assist off the bench this week. Uh, but I can't have that assist because he's not on my team. No, exactly. And it's an interesting one with Pedro. You mentioned it last week. They're putting up such amazing underlying stats in terms of their XG and XGI yeah. that even if players are coming off the bench, the likelihood is they might, you know, they're going to get chances to get an attack and return. And he's proven that, hasn't he? In a bit, when we look at the wildcards, you did, slight spoiler, you did a Harlem one and a no Harlem one. Yeah. But your no Harlem one does have a City player. So I was like, I'll do, I'll double down on that and I'll have no City yeah. player. And in that slot, I had the perfect value for like a Ferguson or a Jao Pedro. And I was like, <laughs> give it two weeks, put someone in for two weeks, then get one of them and start this pain all over again. But I mean, their fixtures, man, you know, is it uh, 10, 10 onwards? Yeah. Their fixtures are lovely. And I think weirdly, obviously, segue into the wildcard talk in a second, but I think weirdly, you might think, oh, I can wildcard in 10 because that means I can get on Brighton's fixtures. But that's not the hard bit. The hard bit is getting on the actual players that will play. Even someone like Mitama, like, sure, I think that's a great shout, but there are other midfielders we want. The defence and strikers seem the easier ones to find spots in your team, but those are the harder ones to call, it seems, in uh, Brighton's team at the moment. Yeah, it does indeed. It does indeed. And like you said, from you know, from game week 10 onwards, Brighton's fixtures are lovely. So we do need to be investing again. But it'll be interesting when we get closer to that, who we're going to invest in. You never know. Flappy might be um, wildcarding by then. Right. Let's have a look at uh, something a little bit interesting now. So there has been a little bit of chat. And actually, I've been mainly shouting at Seb and Rich talking about the, the opportunity to maybe go against Harlan captaincy quite a bit in the next eight game weeks, or maybe even going against Harland as an asset in the next eight weeks. Now, I jumped on with my mate Ferrell and said, could you do me a graphic showing Son, Salah and Harland over the next eight game weeks? So from game week eight to game week uh, 16, which is actually nine, isn't it? Yeah, over the next nine game weeks, just to show Harland's fixtures and how good Son and Salah's fixtures are in terms of who we're going to be captaining every week. Because if it starts looking like we're not captaining Haaland as much as we are, or as much as we have done previously, is it that we can get rid of Haaland and get a Salah and then start moving funds around? Maybe because Alvarez has emerged that all of a sudden, you know, losing Haaland could be something we could do. Now, I know what's going to happen. The chat's going to go, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? You can't lose Harlan. 200% EO water. Yeah, I know. I get that. But you have to look at it, you know, from an unbiased point of view. Look at it. Even if you don't want to lose Harlan, just think about, could I not captain him in the next couple of weeks? And and I was talking to uh, Rich before we came on, saying, even if it's just that you know you need Salah or Son over the next nine game weeks to make sure you've got a captaincy option to go against Harlan. Now, 
What we've got up on the screen at the moment is, as I've said, they're fixtures all the way from game week 8 to game week 16. Okay. Now, if we just go through each week very, very quickly. So, Son, Salah, Haaland. In game week 8, Son's got Luton away. Salah's got Brighton and Hove Albion away. Haaland's got Arsenal away. Rich, which one would you be captain out of those three? I guess we have to assume that Son's not injured. And I guess one thing to say before all of this is Son... His minutes don't seem as assured as Salah or Haaland. He's like, been flogged a bit, isn't he? Yeah, his look like they could be 80, 85 at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, ignoring that, I, I'd say Salah would be my preference for captain this week. Obviously, he's the only one I don't own. But Yeah. Seb? Unmute himself. Um, I mean, if, if fit, Son, and I think we'll know, right? Yeah. Um, and then, therefore, if we don't, if we find out he's not fit, decisions made for us. Um, I feel Salah as well. I think that's fine. Um, but I think I'd go Son if fit. Yeah. Just on, just on Son quickly, because I guess we're going to be talking about these three quite a bit. It wasn't just the, you know, the injury, uh, you know, inverted commas that he came off with at the weekend. It's just the fact that he keeps being subbed early as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think that's. I mean, I think that's valid. But it's like eighty minutes, isn't it? Also. Which I think yeah. is still against Luton. I think that fixture is good enough to make up for ten more minutes against Brighton. But then I, I guess it's not really ten more because because we're seeing more injury time. We're seeing players like Harlan get you know like ninety eight minutes, for example. That's that's, so. that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. If it was like I guess in traditional sense, then say you sub get subbed off on like seventy four or something, you know, to make it to the old mm-hmm. ninety four minutes of a of a match. Yeah, that's a reasonable point. I think I'd probably still edge Son, but. If you're fiddling with your X minutes, I guess that's one to keep in mind, right? If you give them 89, that actually could be 99 versus 89. Yeah. So keeping those arguments in mind, so when we're looking at each week, because those arguments are going to be prevalent every week. Next, we've got game week nine. So Son's got Fulham at home. Salah's got Everton at home. Harlan's got Brighton and Hove Albion at home. Which one would you be captain in there, Seb? That's uh, close. Salah. Ooh. Rich? Actually, this this yeah. is the Salah this is the a Salah week. However, I feel like if if everyone had you know, all three assets in their team on a free hit that week, Haaland would be the one everyone would captain. Yeah. If if you see what I mean, as in I think you know, on paper Salah's the best captain, but when you take into account the fact that Haaland's a robot, you know people are very attached to Haaland. I think that would be the one where people would still want to captain Haaland if they had all three. Yeah. This this is one of those ones as well where like they're I'm gonna see if I can very quickly bring this up on the scout site, the like XG against so far. Fulham, yeah, we expect to be bad. Everton expect to be bad, although I don't think they've been as worse as we'd think. And Brighton have actually been surprisingly bad. So so far we have Brighton have conceded eleven point four XGA, uh Everton nine point five and Fulham 13.1. Now, obviously, you want to adjust for fixtures there, right? I don't have that in front of me. So, you know, if, if say, for example, Fulham, who are the bottom of that, have the hardest fixtures, then maybe you want to be a bit kinder to them. But yeah, according to that, Everton have had the best defence out of them, Fulham the worst, and Brighton in between. If you think Haaland is much better than Son, which he may well be, especially, you know, if you think Son is better on the counter or what have you, yeah, maybe Haaland does come out up front there. Mm. So game week 10, Son has Crystal Palace away. Salah has Forrest at home. Haaland has Man United away. Rich, which one are you captain him? It just reminds you of the... Stop it, I know. Last okay. season. Okay. Um, it's, not, it's not game week nine, mate. It's fine. It's game no, week ten. No. Don't, you don't have to worry <laughs> I mean, about it. I mean, I was on Salah, nine. so I was... Uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's got to be Salah. I don't know why I'm thinking about it so long. I was yeah. just thinking back to last season. But yeah, it's, it's got to be Salah. Seb? That's, 
very comfortably Salah, but yeah. it does it does remind you a lot of it, it's been game week nine two years in a row, hasn't it? Where we've had a captaincy decision that's gone weird. Yeah. yeah. Or, or I think, or was it selling the Liverpool assets last time? Something like that. And yeah, this feels the same again because it was Man United last time too, wasn't it? That Haaland yep. destroyed like oh, yeah. Trafford, I think, as well. Him and Foden, yeah. yeah. Foden got a hat trick, so did Haaland, didn't he? Um, yeah. So okay, game week eleven. Son has Chelsea at home. Salah has Luton away. Haaland has Bournemouth at home. Comfortably Haaland there, Seb? I think this is the only one. So when I, when you sent this earlier, which is it was an awesome graphic, by the way, when I was looking at this, I think 11 was the only one where I'd be like, Ugh, I kind of wish I had Haaland that week. All the rest, I would feel okay if I had Son and Salah. So yeah, I think this is the one where you go easy Haaland. But if you don't have Haaland, Salah's a great option against Luton, right? Yeah. Rich? Yeah, I think Seb's nailed it there. I mean, Haaland seems like the obvious one, but then if Haaland didn't exist, you'd feel very excited about Salah away at Luton. Yeah. Uh, Game week 12, Son has Wolves away, Salah has Brentford at home, Haaland has Chelsea away. Seb, what do you think? I would be tempted to go Salah here. I think, you know, the colours here, which I assume are just based on the fixture ticker, can sort of, I guess, make us think Wolves. But again, maybe I'm biased by the City result. I think Wolves have been surprisingly good in some of those tougher fixtures so far this season. I wouldn't be surprised if they can do a job there. Looking at the SGA, though, they've con- they conceded 13.3, so I might be talking complete nonsense. Maybe they're <laughs> terrible. But I'd, I'd be interested in wondering if Wolves can you know, do a job on Spurs and therefore maybe think Salah, Brentford. But hey, Brentford are good too. So easy answer as Wolves. Sorry, I just got really excited because Colwell just got an assist. Um, you get an assist? Yeah, for a Madrid oh, mate. goal. Oh, no. Oh, right, mate. Getting lucky with defenders. This- Amazing. <laughs> I've had Colwell from the start as well. Uh, right, I'm going to be smiling for the rest of the stream now. Uh, well, man. Cancel the wild card. Get- <laughs> he's got a good couple of yeah, couple more good gone. pictures. So. He's gone. Uh, you to get price rise, mate, when you, just when you've transferred him out. Your price, your value's still going to get worse. Game week 13, Son has Villa at home. Villa are a lot worse away from oh, I don't, I don't think you asked Rich about 12, by the way. Oh, sorry, t- uh, 12. Uh, Rich, which way are you going? Sorry, I'm all, 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 like all over the place. You're smiling. Um, yeah. for, for, for me, it'll be Salah at home to Brentford. And to be honest, outside of game week eight, I'm pretty much eliminating from Son, Son from yeah. this conversation. I feel like it's Salah against Haaland for me. Yeah. Uh, game week 13, Son against Haaland. Did I say Villa. Salah? Salah. Salah against Haaland. Oh, I got so um, excited for Andy. Salah against Haaland. So it's two now. Which has just scored, hasn't he? Yeah. It's actually... Yeah. Oh, mate, get rid of Jackson, get rid of Sterling. They can score goals, yeah. can you? Uh, game week 13, Son's got Villa, Salah's got Man City away, Haaland's got Liverpool at home. Which way are you going, I mean, Rich? This is, oh, sorry. See, for me, I, I think it's Haaland here. I know, and I know Liverpool are good. Um, the second best team in the league is looking like now. I think I'd still go Haaland, even though Villa are bad away from home. Mm. Seb? I mean, I was going to say similar. I was just about to say this is one of those tricky ones where you immediately go Villa and then Haaland scores two against Liverpool. Um, if I mean, if I don't have Haaland, I'll be happy enough with Son. But uh, Villa away, they're all right. They're a lot better at home, I think, off the top yeah. of my head. So if if I owned all three, I'd, I'd probably make a Morris mistake, right? I'd go for my you know some risk-averse effective ownership and go Haaland and Son would score a hat-trick. Yeah. Uh, if I don't have Haaland, I'll be happy enough with Son. So game week 14... Son's got Man City away. Salah's got Fulham at home. Haaland's got Spurs at home. Seb, I mean that's easy, easy Salah in it. Yeah, Rich. So annoyed about Sterling missing this game. Um, Salah, Salah. <laughs> uh, game week fifteen. Son's got West Ham at home. Salah's got Sheffield United away. Haaland's got Aston Villa away. Rich, that's another Salah one. Yeah, Seb. Oh yeah, Salah. 
And then last, so game week 16, which is where I think Harlan's tough fixtures stop. Although I say stop, obviously they're quite nice there. Son's got Newcastle at home. Salah's got Crystal Palace away. Harlan's got Luton away. Rich? I mean, Harland. <laughs> yeah. And Seb? Yeah, this is Harland. And this is where, so but bearing in mind they blank in game week 18. Yeah. yeah. This is where whatever you're planning, you probably think, can I get back to Harland? Yeah. Uh, and potentially, is that a son out if I remember off the top of my head? I think. Yeah. The way you did it, you did it was getting rid of Son. Maybe you get rid of Son in fourteen and have Harlem for for that Villa match. Yeah. So it's so we've just gone through there. That's game week eight all the way to game week sixteen. And I think apart from some little contentious ones like potentially Rich does it against Liverpool at home, it is pretty much you're only going to be captain in Harland twice in the next I, so I nine think, game weeks. I mean, I had him four times. Hmm. I think there's one like, I mean, hey, what Rich has said probably backs that out. I think there's one like important overarching point which is. If you had already used your wildcard or don't want a wildcard and want to keep Haaland, you don't look at this list other than like one fixture, Arsenal away. That's like it. And think, oh, I can't captain maybe Chelsea away. I can't captain him in any of these. I'm in trouble. Like if if no one was wildcarding, we all just had Haaland. You'd think this is fine. It's probably still default Haaland captain. I don't have Salah. Maybe I can get Son every now and again. So I don't think you need to be worried either way. This is more just if there's an opportunity to wildcard and an opportunity to spread your funds can i survive without harlan captain and i think the answer is yes because there are good opportunities elsewhere but i don't think you need to be forced into either scenario yeah and also and i mean rich again we we chatted about this a little bit before because seb was in the shower before the stream started um and we were saying how the the thing is as well if you don't go with harland what do you do with the money? And that's the other big question, isn't it? And I know you're not going to, you know, kind of reveal what we're going to be showing in the next minute or two, but that's the other big question, isn't it? It's not just you're not going to have Haaland. It's what do you do with that money? Yeah, and I don't want to ruin what the screenshots you guys have got for the next bit, but I think there's ways to spend it, but I guess yeah. we're, we'll get onto that. I guess a question I'd have here is, obviously you two would be wildcarding yeah. with, without Haaland. I mean, potentially without Haaland. And then, like we said here, you're going to have to get him in for game week 16. Yeah. And then there's a blank in game week 18. And in game week 20, possibly, if the double's confirmed, you're going to be wanting to bring in all these Brentford and City players and the right Brentford and City players as well. It feels like to wildcard Haaland out and then get him back and plan for a blank and a double, it's going to be most of your transfers. Yeah. And and I, I keep thinking that... I. I... Basically, if I go Haalandless, then I'm basically choosing between him and Salah, you know, if that makes sense. So if I'm going without Haaland, it's because I want Salah. And if I want Haaland back, I've got to get rid of Salah, I think. Unless someone becomes available, I can drop Son right down and then, you know, boost Haaland straight back up again. But Salah to Haaland, I did it then, Salah to Haaland seems the <laughs> um, seems the obvious choice. But it's, like you said, it's it's trying to then get those, get Haaland back with those other Man City assets by game week 20, which we're hoping is the double, isn't it? And how many Son... Because you keep mentioning, obviously, Son, but... Yeah. I mean, we we said game week 8, Son could be a captain, and I think Seb said it for game week 12 as well, the Wolves away. Mm-hmm. Although that's not one that's like a clear... You know, Son is the clear one. Unlike maybe maybe this week, a little bit more. So, I mean, could Son be the one you don't have? And then you could just have Salah and Haaland... And then, like you say, you could drop down Son to someone. Cheaper. I think you. I think you take Son for those first two, three, and then he becomes. And cheap. then, so in what we're looking at in a minute, I think I had a plan that 
if I've got this wrong, correct me, but I think Man United's fixtures were good after 10 or 11. So I think you ended up doing like Son to Fernandez. Obviously, that doesn't help no, you get Haaland back because you're just Saka, moving. It? Was Saka it Saka? Was Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't necessarily help you get Haaland back because you're not saving that much money. But in terms of like, do you need to hold Son all the way through this? I don't think my plan would be to do that. Mm. So you'd wildcard Man United players out, bring Son in, and then do Son back to the Man United, Man United players. No, well, no, I think, I think Saka, as Andy said. Okay. Um, I might, oh, yeah, I, might I think one I think one of my teams had Fernandez in all the way through anyway. Yeah. I mean that was one of the biggest things that I liked to do in the Son and Madison move on the wildcard because then I could lose one of them to get yeah. Saka, if that makes sense. Um but without I mean, any further ado. I was one more question on that. Oh, yeah. Because you made me think. Sorry, sorry to, no, to okay. go into a segue, but no, no, we're gonna have some ado. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Um so like obviously one of the again things here is you don't have Haaland, you can have Alvarez. Is he ever a captaincy shout? Like in weeks where you're thinking Haaland. So obviously Man United away, you might think, look, that's a Haaland fixture, not Alvarez. But in weeks where like, oh, game week 11, Bournemouth, I don't have Haaland, but I do have Alvarez. Am I captaining him over Salah, for example? Or in, I don't know, what was it? The Liverpool fixture, the Rich did it. He's only seven points behind him so far. A long way behind in terms of the underlying numbers, but seven points. Yeah, I think in game week 11, if you were going Haalandless, I think you, I, I would be happy captaining Alvarez against Bournemouth at yeah. home. It's just whether you do it instead of looting away for Salah. That's the thing, isn't it? You could get captain goals that lose you points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could. Um, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to watch it, basically, would you? Like Alvarez assisting Haaland, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, right, let's have a look then. So without any further ado, let's have a look at the first wildcard team. So this is uh, currently my wildcard team with Haaland so this is how I'm looking at the moment now bear in mind when I did this my team value was 99.7 so it's not what a lot of people had so there had to be some sacrifices and you'll see where the sacrifices are in the team so I've got Ariola in goal and this is based on this week okay so I've got Ariola in goal Pedro Porro who I'm really keen on to have by the way uh, Cash Mitchell and Byrne Son, Salah, Madison, Diaby, and then Watkins and Haaland up top. I'm annoyed Watkins got that hat-trick because I was going to try and sneak him in anyway and obviously it feels like it's reactionary now, but it's not, I swear. Uh, and then Kabore, Gordon, who is obviously suspended this week, and then Archer with Turner on the bench. I really wanted to go Ariola and um, uh, Leno, but that extra 0.7 makes a massive difference elsewhere. Now, the biggest misses here, I've got no Trippier, I've only got one Newcastle defender, but I do have Son and Madison in there, and I wanted both of them. Diaby and Watkins, who I think is quite nice. Those Villa fixtures are lovely for quite a while there. And obviously you've got Haaland, and I've got Gordon, who'd be able to come on. Like, Mitchell's just going to be playing, like, this, this week, pretty much, and then he's going to be on the bench. So that's kind of how it's looking at the moment. Rich, I'm going to go to you first, because I know me and Seb have been thinking about this an awful lot. Rich, straight away when you're looking at this, and I know what you're going to say, because you hate all wild cards at the moment, but what what are you thinking when you look at it? I don't hate them. I just uh, just I put that out there. I don't, but I don't I think hate it's it. <laughs> a tricky time to well. So one thing I not hate, but I look at, it and you've got three penalty takers, and yeah. this is a season where you could easily have seven penalty takers. Mm-hmm. So it just seems, and they're all the really expensive players. Like I get why you're doubling up on like Madison and Son, although that seems like it's going to be short term. If you're going to be selling yeah. Son pretty uh, quickly. Madison, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think the pick, and he's very popular at the moment, Diaby. Like, and obviously watching him play is very, very exciting. I mean, he might even have a knock. Um, 
But I mean, he doesn't always get 90 minutes. He's had a lot of early subs. He's not on penalties. He's mm-hmm. one I don't quite get the hype. As in, I think he's a very, very good player. But it's almost seen as he's essential. And I think that you've got players like Eze who are on penalties and get more minutes. Oh. I, knew, I knew you said would like that. But um, obviously Morgan Gibbs-White, he was benched at the weekend. I'm not, sh- not sure why. So maybe, maybe not him. But there's so many options that are on penalties. And how many times have we you know, had episodes where we've got lucky with penalties or we've had a massive red arrow because someone else had a player who, you know, who's taken a couple of penalties? I, I will say... Eze's fixtures are lovely. Hence why I've got, you know, Mitchell in there as well. I wanted to go Anderson, but he's like 4.8, 4.9 now. Um, so Mitch was just there because, you know, he kind of covers that that Crystal Palace defence. It seemed to be quite good recently. I just don't get it as much as Seb does with Eze. Like, they're, they're atta- they, they don't really attack that much. You know, the underlying stats aren't great for them. Yes, he's on penalties, but I I just don't see it as much as going for someone like Diaby. Did you like him Zaha when he was more expensive? Well, I've been with Zaha before, but you just watch them and you just think they're not what I want them to be when they're playing. As soon as you own them, you're watching Crystal Palace games and going, oh, God. <laughs> Have you watched Aston Villa play away from home, though? Yeah, but at home <laughs> they're good. At home they're yeah. good. So, so, so they're they playing this thing away from home away. You, you just bigged up yeah. Wolves as My well. Wa- this isn't a free <laughs> hit, Sebastian. This is a this is a wild card. So I'm picking. <laughs> so I'm Sebastian. picking DRB for. Yes, I know. I went Sebastian. I went. I went uh, mother voice then. Uh, so, but uh, I, 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 Seb, talk <laughs> us through Eze then, because is Eze nailed in your team? Really good at football, mate. Um, I mean, you said they're like our oh, bad numbers or whatever, but you're, you're looking at Palace. So like, I don't necessarily disagree that Palace as a team aren't something to get overly excited about. But you aren't picking Palace. You're picking the player that creates and does anything that they do do. He's on basically all Sorry. of their set pieces, Doo-doo. including penalties. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Good one, Mum. You used to play for QPR. He's on like all their set pieces, including penalties, which is obviously the big one. He creates all their chances. The ones he doesn't create, he seems to be on the end of. I know he hasn't got that many. He's got, what, one goal, one assist or something so far this season. But as we've said, we don't have it tonight because we want to talk about wild cards. But he's constantly at the top of the underperformers. And I don't think the takeaway there is that he's not good at converting chances into points. I think the takeaway is there that he's putting up as good of numbers as basically any other player in the league, give or take, especially relative to price. You're basically saying as long as the fixtures are all right, which I think they are, do you think he's going to keep underperforming? The question isn't like, can Palace produce numbers or not? Because they are already via him. So it's just, can he turn those into points? And we've seen that, was it the end of last season? Was it maybe after the World Cup or something? Where similar sort of start, where I think he was quietly just doing bits and then suddenly just turned into their talisman and got a goal or an assist like every week. Mm. That 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 could come. We, we did speak about that though, didn't we? Because I remember talking to you about this before the season started saying that, Palace had to, didn't they? They they had to go for it every game because obviously they needed to get the points. Whereas now they're quite happy to get those one nil wins. But, but I'm just I, looking if, if you if you offered me Diaby, Eze, or because Neto's been mentioned an yeah. awful lot and Gordon like that one's I've, come out of nowhere, hasn't it? Yeah, I know he's done well, hasn't he? But yeah. you just look at and Gordon, who obviously I've got on the bench there, who's suspended yeah. this week, which people got to remember. I just look at it and think I'm not going to be when the seat when the week starts. I'm not going to be thinking. Oh, here we go. You know, yeah, I'm expecting a few goals from Palace here, so Eze could do well. Like, and I know what you're saying. You're not investing in the team. You're investing in the player. But they're not scoring goals. So if they're not scoring goals, it's a bit like United. Like, but I wouldn't go for Hoyland because we're just not creating chances. Oh, he's already getting up on the underperformance list. I don't know if you saw that. He's, he's like 1.4, 1.5 XG now, no goals. 
terrible. <laughs> um, I'll I'll be picking him soon enough, mate. Get him up front with Darwin and Jackson. Yeah. Um, and so like so like you're not like wrong in terms of he's not essential. Like as you see, he's not like the one that has to make these wildcard teams work or anything like that, which we have seen in the past, especially in that price range, because there are other options. You've got two of them here in Gordon and Diaby, but. I think you're underplaying, like you're saying, oh, they're just not scoring goals. It's like, how many times have we seen a team just not score, or a player just not score goals? But as long as they're putting up the numbers, and he's not just putting up the numbers, he's on penalties, and he's the centre of anything they do. So it's not even like a sort of Jackson argument, where it's like, oh, is he or isn't he a good striker? Eze has done it in the past, is central to everything Palace do, attacking-wise, and is going to get given free 0.8 XG shots of goal every now and again. Mm. So I think... If he had like done a Watkins last week, there would just be no argument. He has the numbers to do a Watkins. And I think, and to be clear, like I'm going to do the thing where I'm taking the side where I big him up and therefore it sounds like he's essential. He definitely is an essential. But I think we're just falling into the same old trap again where like he's talismanic. He puts up the good numbers. The fixtures are there, you know, as long as you can navigate them correctly. And he's a nice price. The only thing he hasn't done is the points. And we know how that ends more often than not. Hmm. Go on then, Rich. So if I offered you those four players then, if I offered you Diaby, Gordon, Eze and Neto, who would you be picking? If Because, for instance, this is a decision people might be making just this week, let alone, you know, on a wild card. So which one would you be taking? It would be, yeah, 100% it would be Eze. And I mean, but I mean, penalties have such a big swing. I mean, it, the question, the answer would be different. How much did he pay you? How much did he pay you? If he didn't have penalties. And also, I'm not. I'm not wearing his mask as season. a pick, by the way. I've just seen a lot of stuff this week where it's almost assumed that he's essential, almost as in I've seen him in a lot of teams. Like yeah. where the debate is, if you wild card this week on ten, you're going to have DRB regardless. Mm-hmm. I don't quite see that. But also, I wanted to ask you a question about Gordon. Yeah. Because I get why you've got him. Obviously, he's banned, and then he's going to be able to play, and you've got a cheap way into the Newcastle attack. Yeah. When are you actually going to play him in this team? Because well, you've got. Mitchell, I mean, I don't believe you're going to bench because the Villa fixtures are so good. You're not going to bench Harlan, Salah, Son or Madison. No, so Mitchell will drop out and Gordon will come in, I would have thought. Got yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Actually, that makes perfect Seven, sense. Play three, five, two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was worried then because I was looking at it thinking, no, I'm sure that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. Worried, it, yeah. It, it, I think you did actually say that as well. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's all right. Yeah, it's, um, I just like Gordon. I think he's he's turning into a bit of a talismanic figure for them. Um, and he's playing a lot. So you're going to play Gordon every week then? <laughs> Most weeks, yeah, probably. This is a, this is the problem with the the pricing. You know, with with my mm. team value, it's it's the only other thing I could do is obviously move Madison down, and then I have like a Son, Salah, Eze, DRB, you know, and then all of a sudden I've got a few other players I can play, and it's not too bad. But I don't mind playing Gordon most weeks with their fixtures coming up, but. Yeah, it's it's obviously tough, you know, and that's where the team value comes into it as well. I'm keeping Turner. Did not think I'd be keeping Turner on a wild card, um, but if I wanted to get a little bit more money, then obviously I could go Harlandless, and this is what we're looking at. If I wanted to go Harlandless, and actually, if you're looking at it, the bench is exactly the same, but I think this had some money in the bank. I can't remember now. Actually, I think this had one. No, I can't remember how much money in the bank this had. Maybe 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8. But I've got Ariola in goal, Porro, Cash, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Trippier at the back. And you'd want to be playing those four most weeks. Son, Salah, Madison, Diaby in the middle. So that's exactly the same. And then Alvarez and Watkins up top. So you're basically getting rid of Haaland and having Alvarez instead. 
And then you've got Trent and Trippier at the back as well. Now, don't get me wrong. I know what people are going to say about Trent. You know, the the Liverpool defence obviously isn't what it maybe used to be. But Trent's back now, very lowly owned. We know he can get brilliant scores every week. Does this tempt you at all, Seb? Yeah, a lot. I think that team looks really good. It's We often see this, don't we? You know, sellerless teams in the past and everything. You look at the team and you go, oh my goodness, that's amazing. How have you afforded? Oh, that's how you've afforded it. You don't have <laughs> the scariest player in the entire game. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, a similar conversation here with, you know, you swap out a midfielder for another midfielder or what have you. And uh, by the way, while you were talking, I just looked up per 90s for uh, Gordon Diaby and Eze. Eze 0.53 XA XG per 90. Uh, Gordon 0.56, mate. And Diaby 0.66. Obviously, the big thing there is one of them has penalties. So it's like the Saka thing where like, you know, Saka, uh, for for reference for those numbers, you know, last season, Saka, Edgar and Martinelli were all like 0.5. But Saka had penalties. So it's a and DRB doesn't play 90. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've done per 90 there, obviously. So you need to yeah. adjust your minutes. But I think <laughs> I, 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 def- I definitely didn't expect Gordon to be ahead of Eze. DRB top makes sense. I definitely expected Eze to be ahead of Gordon. So fair play. But again, yeah, you've gone for the same, you know, structure away from where you've spent the Harlan cash. And yeah. I guess that's the main question. Would you do something even more radical? I, I guess you've upgraded Alex. You've got Alexander Arnold and Trippier effectively over those poorer defenders otherwise it's basically the same in fact is it almost yeah. identical otherwise it's almost identical. you've still got son salah madison yep pedro Porro and cash are both there so yeah it's just like mitchell becomes trent burn becomes trippier you could probably do nicer goalkeepers here i guess if you wanted them because you mentioned yeah. that as well yeah so but I that, think that's do... literally the difference I that's think interesting it, i think it was 0.7 and i think you could do turner to say leno yeah. And then you are, that is your limit. That is your, as much as you that's, can spend. That's where I, like, looking at it like that, I, I wish, like, I wish I was smarter because it might be able to work it out on the spot. But, like, Haaland versus Alvarez plus then, you know, Trent and Trippier versus Mitchell or, I guess, Gordon would play more often in the other team, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Burn. Burn and Trippier, obviously, they'll both get, the give or take, they'll both get the same clean sheets. So it's just Trippier's attacking returns and his bonus, which makes a difference. But does it make enough of a difference to not get Haaland's captaincy? So you're kind of, I guess, relying on Trent to do Trent things in this team and Alvarez to cover Haaland a bit. Even though there's only seven points between them now, I don't think anyone expects that gap to remain the same, right? If Haaland had taken a few more chances, it could be a lot bigger. Yeah. And Rich, someone's mentioned it in the chat. Uh, Aston villa Bozzi says, I'm telling you now, Andy, FPL and your weekends will be hell without Haaland. Don't do it to yourself. Is 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 that all it is? You know, is it just a, actually make the game easier for yourself? Just get, just keep with Haaland. Don't think about the fixtures or anything. Just stick with him and and find your edge elsewhere. I mean, if people aren't going to be captaining him, they're still going to be hoping that Haaland blanks yeah. in, in those weeks. Because so I don't think anyone's going to really enjoy it. But that's one of the things about EO that makes the game a bit, you know, a bit less enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, I like this team a lot more than the other one. I mean, I wouldn't do it like this i'll do it as in i'll do it slightly differently probably i'll probably spend do you you know what i'd be almost tempted to play five at the back and just go like get robertson in for kabore (laughs) downgrade alvarez to anyone i don't know just a cheap playing striker Mm. um as cheap as possible and then upgrade diaby basically have that next for you mate do you yeah i haven't actually looked at these by the way Ah. The only other thing I'll say is as well, a player that I really want to get in, but I'm finding it really hard to get in. I'd love to take a punt on Solanke for the next like f- three, four weeks. Oh, yeah. I think he'd be my favourite. Yeah. 
because I, I, was, I was thinking about this earlier, how last season we couldn't have seven penalty takers because we had to have all these Brighton players. Do you remember? So we had to have Matoma, basically. Yeah. This season, you actually could have seven attacking players that make sense that are all on penalties. Yeah. But that's, again, why I kind of like Solanke. You'll be covering seven of the 20 teams. I mean, I know players like Saka, he shares his penalties. Yeah. Um, but he's still, te- he's still technically his first-choice penalty taker. But I like the Solanke shout a lot. Especially for the, you'd save a bit of money as well, wouldn't you? What is he? Six point five. Six point four. Six point five. It's whether you potentially go against Diaby, I guess, isn't it? You could move Diaby down and move Solanke up, uh, and move Archer up to Solanke. I don't like the four point five mids though. Having a four point five mid on your bench feels not very nice. I've I've tried it a couple of times. No. It's not great. No, the mids still seem like kings. And I, I guess just we haven't talked about Watkins that much. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's a great asset, but. I sound really negative here, but he is slightly downgraded since last season. As in, yeah. I saw this stat that Emery, since Emery took over, um, he's actually matched, like, or he's only behind Salah and Haaland for t- attacking returns mm-hmm. to goals and assists. However, he has lost his penalties now. So I think that that does downgrade him a little bit. Yeah, I know what he's just done this week with really low XG, and I think he's a great pick. And you know, I think if I wildcarded, I would have Haaland and, and Watkins. But I don't know. There's there's there is a case you could argue to go against Watkins as well and go for like Solanke if you needed the money. Yeah, I mean, I traditionally, I think Watkins is like an average, if slightly below average, like XG converter. So scored a hat-trick. Anyone who scores a hat-trick is going to overperform their XG because just yeah. putting enough chances to, to make that balance out is unlikely in 90 minutes. Uh, and any player, especially a professional Premier League excellent striker, is capable of scoring wonderful goals from low XG. But I think the point is you shouldn't sort of maybe go oh, he's now going to bang from, you know, under 1xG, he could get hat-tricks. I think we have enough data to say that was an unlikely occurrence for him. Not that that meant he was a bad pick, I think. Andy mentioned earlier, right? Now he's very popular. But we'd when we'd been looking at this for a while, we'd all been saying Villa, Villa, Villa. You know, we want Watkins or Diaby, maybe both for a while. I just don't think anyone expected a hat-trick, right? And a goal and an assist here during the nice fixtures would have been enough for me. Yeah, and... By the way, we've mentioned Haaland a few times as well, and quite a few people in the chat have been saying, oh, you'd never go without Haaland. I will say, if you look at his stats, they're all exactly the same as last year in terms of his, his underlying and what he's, what he's producing. And we are very unlucky to have not seen him score more goals. You think, well, who was it he played where he, he blanked or only got one goal and he put up almost three XG? There's the, there's the Son week. It was the week where we, uh, whatever, you know, Son could have been the captain. West Ham game. Yeah, was it? yeah West Ham, yeah. He, right. he had like... Because he took a penalty. Yeah, did he take a penalty in the end? Was it or no, I can't, he took a penalty it, one week and missed, didn't he? Against oh Sheffield no, United. that no, I remember there was you know the Bernardo Silva goal. Yeah, um, where Haaland like didn't tap it on in on the line, yes, but was this yeah. close? Yeah, he got over three xg without that. If yeah. you added that, he would have been pushing like four xg or something stupid. So and got any, one goal. Yeah, any argument that you know the team's different, all that kind of stuff. He is still putting up all the stats that he was last year. He's just not obviously having the. He's not. He's just not finishing them as well as maybe he was last year. But still you know, top of the overperforming. Exactly. So he's he's still really good. But on that note, Seb's made a little draft for us without Haaland or Alvarez. So talk us through this one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean maybe this answers a bit more what Rich was asking for. Um, you'd you'd make changes, of course, kind of just an example template for what you could look at. I think the first thing you'd do is you'd probably drop one of those defenders and play the fixtures a bit better. But I wanted to kind of demonstrate what you could do. So we have Raya in goal, who I think is being overlooked alongside mm-hmm. Ariola. The problem is that off the top of my head, I think it's 8 and 11 
both of them have tougher fixtures. So you actually haven't picked a great goalkeeper rotation. So maybe you just double down on Raya and pick Turner as your backup. Although Ariola does have nice fixtures. But the gamble there, of course, is that Arteta's lying and that Raya is first choice. I don't know if I believe that. But if you take that gamble, I think you could be richly rewarded. You know, that's a nice price for an Arsenal goalkeeper, especially with some good fixtures coming. The defence then, again, goes for the fixtures and some really tasty options. Obviously, double Newcastle. I had triple Newcastle at one point, but I think cash and some Man United defence is very nice. Cash is essential is a tough word, but I think for that price, for the attacking potential and for those fixtures in a good defence, I think cash is a really easy pick. Uh, Dallow's nice. He's probably the drop of one. And then one of a doggy or Porro. Porro's only like 0.2 more. So I think if you can afford it, you definitely go Porro. Midfield then is where you've kind of spent your Haaland cash. Um, and also, I guess, not having Alvarez helps here too. So I've got Rashford and Fernandez. Their fixtures are still you know, decent in a little bit. And they have all right numbers. They've not been performing. Of course, swap them one of them for someone else if you if you don't like that either. It's more just a showcase that you can still have both of them. Madison Son, obviously, and Salah as well in that midfield. So a massive midfield. You then have Archer as your, as your bench fodder striker. Watkins up front. And then this is the slot that could be, you mentioned Solanke. Um, I think in this team I put together, I couldn't afford Slanky because he's a fair bit more than Edward. But for example, downgrade one of the defenders or don't keep the Fernandes and Rashford double. You know, that's a pretty obvious one. Maybe downgrade one of them to your Diaby or your, I mean, Gordon would be a long way or your Eze, whatever. And then you can upgrade Morris. Edward to, uh, sorry, say again? Oh, just Morris. He's, he oh. would be right there. Yeah, you can have Morris. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then then you could upgrade like Edward to Slanky. Or you could upgrade him to Alvarez and just have the same team we saw before. Yeah. But I think this shows that if we think... If you're looking at those fixtures and going, I don't need Haaland because I'm not going to captain him because the fixtures are tougher. Should you also be thinking, Alvarez is a lot cheaper and doing very well. But should you be thinking, oh, I should double down on that assessment and go no city at all for a bit and really try and squeeze those funds and the spots in my squad into those big midfielders who I think could get the big points? I don't know if I have the cojones to do it myself, if it, or if it makes sense, because as I just explained, like you, a very easy downgrade somewhere else immediately turns Edward into Alvarez. That does feel quite easy, but it's available to you. And I think the midfield looks amazing. I, t- I will say, and I'll ask Rich what he thinks about it in a minute. I yeah. think it takes more cojones. Uh, so I think it takes less cojones to go against Haaland than it does to have triple Man United on your wild card. <laughs> I, I mean, like, like, like I said, I know people will see this and be like, "Ah, oh, you idiot!" It was more just to sort of, you know, show that because one of these becomes what Saka in like two weeks or something like that, maybe, yeah. um, or you just keep Saka, whatever it is, or you know, again, don't have either of those. But it's more to show that you can have that midfield um, without, you know, the Holland and Alvarez picks up front. Yeah, uh, and Rich. I think I think one Man United midfielder is still a good shout going forward. To be fair, yeah. especially in a couple of weeks. Rich, what do you think? I do quite like this. I mean, I don't condone wildcarding going without Haaland, but I, I really do like this. Um, I think personally, if it was mine, I'd probably like downgrade Madison to Eze or, or someone like that uh, because I would want a Liverpool defender. I think, He's I mean, to be honest, one of the reasons I'm not wildcarding <laughs> is because in a couple of weeks, having three Liverpool would be would be huge. Yeah. And I think just having just Salah feels a bit, I mean, Liverpool have been incredible, and they've not had eleven men for most of their games. It feels like. Yeah, they've got. So, they've had four sendings offs this year, haven't they? they? Only had one last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one was really, really late in the game, wasn't it? But then, yeah, then they played. I mean, most of the two, you know, Newcastle game and Spurs game, with ten or even nine men, mm. and they've still still been incredible. They've been incredible to watch. So I'd want at least two Liverpool 
players. So and Robertson's easier to squeeze in. So yeah, I'd probably downgrade Madison to to get there. But I like the idea of you know spending the money on the defenders. I mean, obviously, obviously, I like that. I've been that's what I've been doing. But there's there's so many good defenders at the moment. I think a lot of pe- lot of drafts I've seen have been trying to squeeze every penny out so that they can have Haaland, Salah, and Son. Yeah. But then the defenders are kind of not great. I mean, they might be good short term. But I don't feel like they're long term picks. And I think that's why a lot of people are wildcarding because all the defenders have failed. Yeah. And then you're sort of like rotating to the next set of, you know, 4.5s or, you know, fives. I think you met on the defense as well. You make a good point in that. Um, oh yeah, just check the chat, as you said, like, yeah, double man United, fair enough. Um, but I think if you were to rejig this idea to not this exact team, I think a Rashford down and introduce a Trent or a Robertson into the defense is quite a nice way to keep this idea of something being a bit different and a bit spicy, but maybe slightly more sensible going forward. And again, as you can see, I've done this on the transfer page. If you were to build this team, you're going to basically be benching a good player every single week. So there is money to be found in this team and like a better slot to be upgraded. One I'd love to do is Darwin, but I just don't think you can guarantee those minutes. But he'd be he'd be amazing if you could. Yeah, Darwin's an interesting one. We're going to talk about him probably a little bit in the over or under because... With Gakpo now out, and I think he's out for a couple of weeks. I'm assuming that makes. Oh, Darwin... I take it back. I'm on wildcard, and Darwin's nailed. Yeah, it's international break coming up. Yeah. So where's he travelling to this time? Yeah, I don't know. My I mean, team. Lo- he's travelling to my team, Rich. That's where <laughs> he's travelling. Just before we move off this as well, I want to ask both of you, um, Rich. No, uh, Seb, because I think you owned him before wildcard. Botman, would yeah. you be going Botman? on wildcard now because obviously he sounds like he's going to be back after international break so it's only one week you don't have him for would you be taking the risk in getting him because I do feel like he's more nailed on than Burn because Burn could see a bit of rotation with Hall when you know Champions League and everything starts up again. worth noting Botman uh sorry sorry Burn has actually played 90 every week so far so what I think you're right I think his spot is more at risk than mm. Botman's but so far you know we haven't seen that happen uh, I mean, if Botman is still flagged when you've got to the end of your wildcard and the deadline's arriving, of course you go burn. Um, I don't even think you get Botman and then bench him. I think you just go for the starters. But if we think Botman is is available um, to play, he I don't, he's not cheaper anymore, is he? Well, they were the same price. He's now 4.6. Mm. So one one worth keeping in mind is if you've already bought him, I think he's gone from, has he gone from 4.5 to 4.7? So he's, your selling value is 4.6. It may be worth holding just because he'll be, you paid 4.5 for him. You would have to pay 4.7 to get him back and would only get 4.6 from selling. So you would cost yourself 0.1 if you ended up moving that around on, like, you know, on your wild card, playing around with it, and then Botman was fit. So might be worth keeping, you know, while you're tinkering just for that reason. But I think when you get to the deadline, you just go with whoever's going to play for you, especially if you need them this week. Yeah. Rich, do you think the same? Would you, would you, go for him now or would you just go for another one i mean it's another reason that i don't particularly le- lean towards wildcard this week because i mean yeah i'd ha- you'd have to go burn and then obviously you're not going to be wildcarding for what 20 20 weeks probably yeah. give or take and obviously one of the regrets i've had and i'll admit it's a regret now was i went rico lewis in game week one instead of going for botman yeah, yeah. and then obviously things have cropped up and i've never actually been able to get botman in and obviously, it's been a bit of a blessing in, in the end. But really, I should have just got Botman in from, from the start. And I'd feel like on wildcard, if you didn't have this doubt surrounding him, and it doesn't sound like it's going to be long, but I mean, it, it could be. 
So yeah. I don't think you can go Botman. I think you have to go Burn. But it could be one, you know, in five, six weeks, you're thinking, I really want Botman. Yeah. I mean, Fabian um, Shah is available too, of course. Just yeah, of course. Five more expensive. Yeah. The, uh, the only doubt I had with him was he's a little bit older. So, you know, in, and I know this argument was used for Trippier by some people. I just feel like Botman, when they're both fit, I feel like Botman is, you know, 100% nailed. That's the impression I get. Yeah, from reading stuff from Newcastle fans, but I mean, it's probably not the end of the world if you have to go burn over Botman. But yeah, no, it's interesting. I thought I'd ask before we uh, moved on to the over and under. So we're on to over and under now. So I've got six players here that are being very highly talked about at the moment, either being heavily sold or heavily bought, uh, and we've got our projections as well. So the first one is Pedro Porro. Uh, he's got Luton away, Fulham at home, Crystal Palace away. Quite nice fixtures. I predicted him at 16.5 points. So, Rich, what do you think? 16.5 over or under? really like Poro, but I think that's uh, under. Yeah? Seb? Uh, two clean sheets. Oh, if he keeps two clean sheets. So, like, yeah, that's 12 straight up. With some bonus and an attacking return, this is this is another uh, Andy Masterclass because you're like, it basically lands him on 16 points yeah. if he does something. So yeah, mate, would he would he score? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if he scores, this is over, right? Yeah. Like because like if he if he scores and keeps a clean sheet, it's basically that score in one week. I will go. Ah, uh, his minutes his minutes have been decent, haven't they? I'll go over. I'll go over. I want to nice. pick him, and I want I like him. I want him, I want an attacking return and a couple of clean sheets. Right, you just say on Darwin, by the way. I don't know if you saw that comment in the chat from General Zod that Darwin's playing Brazil on the 18th, and then the Merseyside derby. It's one of the early kickoffs that Klopp likes um, on the 21st. Ooh. Mm. Uh, well, Darwin's next. So Darwin's next oh, yeah. with uh, with 15.5 <laughs> points. I projected him. He's got Brighton and Hove Albion away, Everton at home, Forest at home. Two lovely home fixtures there. Uh, Seb, I'm going to go to you first. 15.5. Fancy it over or under? I mean, this, how how long is Hakpo out, right? Because, I mean, they still, the Everton match, say he can't play. They still do have other players, you know, that they could make that work. Um, you know, Jothra up front, Diaz left, Salah right, as long, assuming those players are still fit. So you don't have to have Darwin or Hakpo. Um, if he were to start all of them, I think that's probably a nice over. Although even, his, even then, his minutes are a concern. He often does sub. He often subs on, like, quite early, but subs off quite early too. So I think because of minutes, I would go under. Mm. Rich, because of what General Zod said, I'm going under as well because I feel like that's the the banker, isn't it? The Everton at home. I was I was really hoping Seb would talk himself into it then and be like, <laughs> oh, "Those are quite good. Oh, we could do this. Oh, I'm going to get him." <laughs> but it didn't happen. Um, first time appearing on over and under, I think, is Erling Haaland. So Haaland's <laughs> next. Um, it, I know it's in one game. So he, yeah, exactly. So I projected him. Yeah, 20... like against Wolves. 20.5. He's got Arsenal away, Brighton at home, Man United away. So 20.5, Rich. What do you think? Over or under? I think that's quite an easy over. I mean, you've got Porro at 16.5. So will Harlan get four points more than Porro? Yes. With those fixtures. Arsenal away, Man United away. doesn't make a difference for him, you don't think? No, I think 20.5. I think that's quite... Yeah, I'd be shocked if he doesn't, to be honest. This okay. is like, so, is that like the that might be the second highest total we've had on here so far? You gave like Salah a 22 at one point, yeah. I think. Maybe Alvarez had a high 21. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, it's basically one of the toughest fixture runs he could have. It, you know, in three fixtures, give or take. 
and he's got a 20 point total which is still massive so three three goals in that if he scores he probably gets bonus so like seven eight points um yeah a couple of goals might be over i think over (laughs) <laughs> Might be. It's so conclusive. Uh, Watkins is next. He's got Wolves away, West Ham at home, Luton at home. I'll put him at 17.5. Seb, do you think he's going to carry on doing what he's been doing? Uh, I So assists are as much as thing as goals now, but that probably doesn't matter so much for a striker because it's one point difference. A bit of bonus difference as well. Um, so he gets like three, four, seven, nine, ten. Uh, that could just be under. He could come out with like 16. Um, I think over because you'd hope that they because I don't know about Wolves, Luton you would hope is where he can profit. So you might be waiting to the last fixture, but I'll go I'll go just over. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, I think the fact he's got two home games, I'm going to go over for that as well. Yeah, um, I don't even have to ask for the next one. Uh, it's Eze next. Uh, Forest at home, then Newcastle away, Spurs at home. I mean, the way you two have been such... Honestly, it's like being on a stream with Phil Collins. It's just Eze lover over and over again playing. Nice. Uh, How long have you been holding on to that one, mate? What's that? Uh, 13.5 I've given him here. Uh, Rich, 13.5, over or under? I mean, you, get, you can get a clean sheet point as well. So, yeah. Oh, oh, oh clutching. That is disgusting. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, we've got easy. to remember the clean sheet points. <laughs> disgusting. So you're going over easy, are you? Yes. Like my eggs. <laughs> uh, go on. What are you going for, Seb? Um, I think he needs to get the points in the Forest match, right? Um, I will go under because I think it's the fixtures after this that he gets the points. When I was looking at Wildcard... Just needs a know, pen. Was it like... Because uh, eight, nine, and ten was at the window, and I, I, I've been, you know, I've been planning towards this eight, nine, and ten. The reason I've gone in eight is you saw my team earlier, right? The opportunity is there, and the team has about five injuries in it or suspensions, so I needed to needed to move on and take the opportunity. But if it had been like say a game week ten, I think Eze was in my draft. In a game week eight, he wasn't. So I think it's after ten if I've got my fixtures correct in my head, which is when you really want him. So I think under until then, and then he starts looking very good. All you two have been going on about is Eze. I say how many points he's going to get. You're both like, nah, he, don't, he won't get that many points. Terrible. Uh, mate, so mate, mate, mate I'm, nearly, I'm, I'm, nearly, I'm nearly 2 million. I need to, I need to <laughs> throw some people some curveballs. Mate, I'm up to about 3.2 million with a Colwell assist. I'm loving life. Please, um, Bruno's up next. Bruno, how many players uh, are playing FBL now? Should we just wait a couple of weeks and you know, we'll know from Angus Rank? Oh, it no, hit, from it wrong, hit 10 mil, didn't it? Shut up. Uh, Bruno is next. He's got Brentford at home, Sheffield United away, Man City at home. I've got him as 12.5. Seb, what do you think? I mean, it's, it's kind of weirdly, it's similar to the Eze one, right? Because on penalties, talismanic in terms of, you know, creating all their stuff. At a point lower. So, I mean, he just, what well, he turns up for two points. So you're, you're getting six points in these matches. Keeps a clean sheet in a couple of them. You're well over halfway there. He sorry, basically sorry. needs an assist. United keeping clean sheets. I mean, I did have Dallow on one of those wildcards, didn't I? But yeah. again, I think, as as we were saying, I think, again, it's about game week 10, is it, that Man United are a better pick? Or maybe 11. Um, oh, I will go... I'll go over, because I think even more so than Eze, right? He gets a penalty, but the rest of his numbers are even better than Eze's. So in a couple of... You know, basically, the Sheffield United match, if he can return there, he'll get 12 points in, like, one match if he gets a goal. Rich? I think it's pretty easy over because let's say you keep one clean sheet, he's going to get seven points. You see, Minimum. Rich holding a pen then. Has he been. Yeah, he's been he working just needs it out. To... Oh, I've got a pen. 
Yeah, you've been... Mate, he's writing it. What's this? You can see my... No, you can see my notes. He's cheating. From, he's cheating. I got cheating. a takeaway the other day. Yeah. My num- I was number six. And I wrote on the back, three Liverpool. <laughs> like it. Um, yeah, I think it's in it. Yeah, I think it's over. Because seven points just from appearances. If he keeps one clean sheet, he just has to get an assist. Could get a penalty. I think, I think yeah. I'm always surprised you're a Man United fan putting Bruno at just 12.5. I've done this season. Absolutely. Or maybe that's the evidence you are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> now, usually we now go on to our teams. Now, Seb and I have shown you lots of our drafts, so we're not going to show you our teams now. We're just going to go on to Rich's. Um, so, Rich, talk us through your team and how your bus team is looking and what transfers you're thinking about making because there are plenty of people out there that aren't on wildcard or have already used the wildcard or have no intention of using it for quite a while yet. So they're obviously going to be very interested in who you're thinking of bringing in as a priority. This is going to be really short because compared to your amazing wildcard teams, I've, I've already done my transfer. Can you spot it? No. No. Okay. Hold well d- on. Hold on. <laughs> we'll get it. Yo, I told Sonny. you both. You brought, I put it on WhatsApp and I said, I've done a transfer. Oh, yeah. All you two have been doing is talking about your... Rashford to Son. Cards. Rashford to Son, isn't it? Yeah, I did. I did yeah, that makes sense. Rashford to Son, and to be Not honest, Sterling I, to Son. I, I did it on Saturday night. I had exact money to do Rashford to Son. I didn't uh, even particularly fair. like it that much, but I just thought if I let Rashford to Son go, and then I decide I want to do that, I can't afford it, and then I'll probably have to wild card. So That's I, fair. I just did the move. I don't think it's a, an amazing move, but it gives me yeah slightly better captain potentially. So I think but, your team. Like, because our, our teams were relatively similar, like, not that similar, given the template, but relatively similar. But I think you've got a few key differences, which is why I think you've got more of a more of flexibility with the wildcard. Was that I always knew I wanted this window, but then my team basically forced me into it this week, as opposed to, say, like, nine, which I think was actually my best when I was, like, running various solves. You've got, obviously, access to Son, for a start, um, and you've got Sterling Robertson in there, helps a little bit, Walker. No, you know, you don't have some of the injuries I have there as well. I think think i can see why you haven't wildcarded obviously we'd hope to do better than you the next few weeks but i think you can keep pace and then so what's your plan is it like the end of this period like game week 10 or more around that sort of blank double time i'm really not sure i'm just trying to hang on to it because i mean well first of all i'm where i'm going to be at the at the weekend it's, it's going to be 3 a.m and i'll have been drinking so i don't particularly want to be finalizing a wild card at three in the morning <laughs> live stream live wild card stream brilliant no definitely not <laughs> but um there's a few players i don't want to lose that maybe a lot of people would like i still feel like i know sterling hasn't played today because of this virus but i do like sterling away away to burnley i mean liverpool's fixtures are about to turn so i really want to hold on to robertson um i'm happy with trippier and walker as well walker less so because their fixtures up fixtures aren't great stupinan obviously he's going to become you're going to everyone's going to want him in about three three game weeks time so, I mean, I've got seven penalty takers for, for seven different teams. Um, if Sterling plays, of course, that is. Um, I'm just going to ride out another week. I mean, the downside you is I'm, I'm playing Morris at home to Tottenham. Is that again, sorry? You say, who said Sterling was a penalty taker? He had the ball. Someone mentioned that he had the ball in the game the other week. Um, right. I mean, I know that's en- the Enzo, Enzo took one, right? Enzo else, took one. But... Sorry, what did you say? Didn't Enzo didn't Enzo take one? Um, Enzo took the yeah the only one they've yeah. had. Enzo took one. Yeah, but, and, he, and he and he missed. But I I wouldn't be confident that Sterling is a penalty taker. Okay, well okay. I've got I mean I know that's not going to change. I'm pretty yeah, confident just, Sterling okay, is fair. the penalty taker okay. from what I've I mean, read and 
this talking over each other and then silence it's for not a me seconds doing it. is perfect for the pod, lads. <laughs> Can you edit the bits of sound? <laughs> no, I can't. No. no. Um, okay. Right, let's move on to the uh, the community team. Now. But by the way, that was one free transfer. You don't have two, do you? It was just one. Yeah, I've only got one, yeah. one, and I've yeah. got 0.0 in the bank. I mean, it doesn't look great when you compare it to your wildcard teams. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, but you're obviously going to be trying to hold that wildcard for as long as possible, aren't you? Possibly. I mean, it, I could still use it in 10, but like yeah. I said, I'd rather bring in Liverpool players if I wildcard. So yeah. I don't feel like this is one for me. I'm definitely going to have a bad game week this week. My team doesn't look great, let's be honest, but yeah, next see. week it will look better. There's a nice one in 14, I think, off the top of my head. There's a nice opportunity there as well. Then it's so close to the blanks and the potential double. I think, you, yeah, I think you keep I do it. like the you idea. Could, you can, I guess it, you yeah. could plan for it though. Like it's close, so you wouldn't be literally just wildcarding for the blanks and double. But I guess at least you'd be close enough to go. I've built a team that can handle it with planned transfers. Whereas, whereas you know, we did that now. That would be madness. Yeah. I, I don't know how I've got away with this, to be honest, because I've got Rico Lewis on the bench. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> still clinging on. Uh, right, let's have a look at the community team. I'm going to apologise now. I'm pretty sure they took this screenshot on a Nokia 3210, but there you go. So they've got um, Onana in goal, Botman with zero, Ruben Diaz with minus one, Kabori with one, Rashford two, Matoma one, Sterling, who obviously isn't playing and might come on. He hasn't come on yet. Uh, Saka 9 Madison 2 Alvarez 8 and Haaland 4 so they're struggling a little bit um, Cash is going to be coming on for Botman and obviously if Sterling also doesn't come on then they're getting the Estupinian uh, minus 2 coming on for them as well so uh, I I don't know I, I thought they were giving it the big end this week on the timeline they posted a picture of three people with masks on didn't they and I thought they were giving it the big end a little bit but then I've seen their team and they've struggled a little bit this week. So um, I think he just saw some Mexican wrestlers no, and no, 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 show no, us the no. picture. No, they were giving it the big end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, yeah, so it's it's interesting to see where they go moving forward because they haven't told me they're wildcarding. Uh, and I, they've obviously still got that in their back pocket, but they do have a few issues again. So be interested to see what they do. But their team... I don't know. Be interested to see what they do. So uh, thank you again to FPL Rank Chaser for uh, sorting out the community team. I think we're still in it. I think a good week from me and Seb here, and all of a sudden, I think all three of us could be above them, but we'll see how we Ah, we'll beat it. be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easy, easy. Yeah. Never in doubt. Never I mean, in doubt. When we finish one and two in the world, how could we not beat it? That's just yeah. how numbers work. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And Rich will be top ten somewhere. Uh, right, now then. we are. I mean, he would finish top three, but he's going to Vegas. So, uh, right, let's have a bit of a Q&A. So we've got over 600 people in the chat, so thank you so much for joining us tonight. I think we peaked just under 700. Um, chuck some questions in, and we'll answer as many as possible. Usually about five minutes. So uh, we'll answer as many as possible as quickly as that possible five minutes as per well. question. Uh, yeah, it used to be. Uh, not so much now. You guys are getting much quicker now. Um, uh, let's have a look. Mikel says, so annoying you don't say the points total. Yeah, I know. I do apologise. I think they were on 28, so 34 with the cash coming in. But obviously, if Sterling doesn't play, then I'll be down again because of a stupid man coming in. Um, it's tough. Yes. Uh, Thomas says, I've got the same midfield as Rich. Sorry, mate. Uh, would you sell? <laughs> would you sell Sterling for a hit? If yes, who is the best next two weeks punt? I can't afford Madison. So, Rich, I'm just going to give this, this one to you, one because he's got the same midfield as you. Would you sell Sterling for a hit? No. I mean, I wouldn't even sell him or, you know, if I had a free transfer. You know, yeah. Burnley away next. I think he's an easy hold. Yeah. If it's only if it's only a virus, clearly he was going to start if he didn't have that. So, yeah. 
No, I do agree. Um, I'd be I'd be quite surprised if he comes on, to be honest. If he's got a virus, I don't see, especially with him being 2-0 up, That's I don't see thing. why they bring him on. Interesting as well, Mudrick went off and uh, Martin came on. So you'd have thought Sterling would come on for Mudrick if he was going um, to. But that's on the left, though, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah, that's probably, the, he'd probably come on for Palmer. Because that Martin's like can play left-back and played there in pre-season. Chilwell's obviously done that job. Sterling wouldn't, places, give you, Sterling wouldn't give you width on the left. So I don't know if that might be mm. tactical rather than personnel. Yeah, fair enough. Um, David Hughes says, how likely are Andy and Seb to go without Haaland? Seb, if you had to give me a percentage right now. 40. 40. Ooh. Uh, mine's lower. If you'd asked me on Saturday <laughs> when I was texting you two, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm definitely doing it. I'm down to about 20% now. Um, uh, mainly uh, because I'm actually quite happy with the team. I think getting Porro in made a big difference. Getting yeah. Porro in with the fit. I, I really like that. And I looked at my team and thought, actually, I quite like that now. I, I think um, the one thing, when you were looking at those drafts, I think the one thing to keep in mind is that the like Harlan, Salah and Son draft just intrinsically removes a lot of flexibility mm. you really are relying on like say you know i don't know your cheaper newcastle defenders not get rotated or um who else is in there like you know the cheaper midfielders like what if gordon isn't nailed anymore what if you know isaac starts playing on the left wilson up front i think you're relying on some of those cheaper players and there isn't a necessarily an easy way to run away whereas naturally a team without say a harland has easier places to go and and better players in those slots but you know obviously that's one of the conversations you'll have with yourself yeah. Uh, Stefan, which draft are you leaning towards? For me, it's the first draft I showed tonight, but my team actually isn't that draft at the moment because price changes are just crazy. So I've got like Trippier in my team at the moment because you never know, he might go up 0.2 by the time we do it and then I get 0.1 out of him. So um, yeah, my actual team at the moment doesn't look like the team it is on the screen, but that's probably what I'm going to be going for. What about you, Seb? Where are you leaning? Uh, yeah, same as you. Mine is all sort of like me trying to guess price changes yeah. and and not sell a player that's already gone up to catch one and then have to get them back and mess up and i'm sure i'll mess up but in terms of team um honestly don't know i am most incentivized to try and make a harland and salah team work because you're on wild card you can have any player you want within reason i will go there first and then i'll probably like you know last minute drop one of them panic and do something silly yeah um we got a uh question from Aston Villa Bozzy says I have a question for Rich why are you called Flapjack I really don't know I think I was eating one when I made my name <laughs> I think it was literally uh, that oh, I could have been Mars bar all I know you used to have the Elmo um, uh, emoji as well didn't you? Uh, what you I don't know it? why I had that either profile picture yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant oh, no reason uh, behind either there's an opportunity no. for a great like origin story here yeah there is I, I should you need make, to make one, one up, up but yeah. <laughs> there's no reason for either Love it. Uh, Govinda says, guys, can you help me, please? I scored 69 points and rose from 183k to 49k. Is that any good? Stop it, Govinda. Yes, it's good. Look at maybe, our ranks. <laughs> maybe Govinda has, and he's got Sterling, and Sterling, he's from the future, and Sterling scored a hat-trick. Maybe that is. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, Mikel Paulson says, triple Villa and triple Spurs. Is that too many eggs in one basket, Seb? No. 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 Like it. Rich? No, but I will. I think one thing on triple spares. I think if I was wildcarding, I might only have two. I kind of like what Praz did. You know how Praz is dead ended, and then he's wildcarding out of triple spares. Right. I don't know if I because I, I feel like the conversation we've had today. It looks like you're going to be selling spares after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or, or beginning to. Hmm. Interesting. 
FPL Bighead says, I'm 4.4 million, but I'm not wildcarding. Am I crazy? Seb? Your rank has nothing to do with whether you should wildcard or not. Sure, your rank says that it hasn't gone so well so far. But if the reason it hasn't gone so well is you just got unlucky and your team looks great, then don't wildcard out of it. The reason to wildcard is like for opportunity, not out of a bad team. So, you know, good fixture shifts or doubles or blanks, something like that. That's why we've picked this little eight to nine, eight to nine, ten period. Then the reason I'm choosing eight over, say, nine or ten is because my team is now in a position where it's, you know, suffering with injuries and and poor players. And I need to I need to fix it. But unless both of those things are the case for you, no, you don't have to go this week at all. Lovely stuff. Right. We're going to leave it there then. Um, so, chat, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Like I said, I think we peaked just below 700, so that's fantastic for tonight. Thank you so much. We always seem to be on. Well, I think we had two weeks where the football hasn't been on, but obviously we always seem to be competing against football at the moment, but hopefully soon we have a, um, a quiet Monday night. We've obviously got the match tomorrow night as well, so the, the Luton-Burnley game is on tomorrow night as well. Uh, game. But Rich won't even be watching it because he'll be... In Vegas, probably having a sit-down meal, quietly, maybe having a glass of wine. Um, <laughs> have, an awesome, have an awesome time, mate. Yeah, but Rich, yeah, have an awesome time, mate. So you're not on ScoutCast next week, are you? But it's international break, I think. Oh, true. Yeah, but yeah. we might we might do a break one now, I think, don't we? Without me? No, I think you oh, might be. I mean, that's, 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 that's <laughs> a big I'll, reason. Honestly, I'll be really interested to see both your, both your wildcard teams. Me too, mate. I'm, me I'm too. Trying not to be too negative, just because I'm not wild guarding. But <laughs> you've oh, done very well tonight. Uh, um, okay, like last question for you then, Rich. Like when you're looking at this, you know, us wild carding now as you know as the reason to wild card, and also our teams. Are you just sat here thinking, like, man, I've got them, I've got them? No, because I've played this game long enough to know, even you know, even if it doesn't <laughs> seem, you know, it could go very wrong. As in, I might want to be jumping on Villa straight away, but I probably won't because I'm because I'm stubborn. You just you just never know, do you? It could go amazingly, but from what I've seen so far this season, the the odds are not. From in what your I've favor. seen from you two so far this season, it's <laughs> over, lads. I don't mean from you two, by the way. I mean from the game. Yeah, no, I get people it. have okay. made logical wild cards and uh, just been destroyed. You can't even tell it, they wild carded, and they only wild carded two weeks ago. So I'm, I'm not even sure he's coming back from Vegas. He's burning bridges all over the place, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's like, I'm not coming back. Screw you guys. Uh, Seb, thank you so much for coming on the, this week, mate. I, I'm really looking forward to having you back on next week, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. We'll get to have a proper chat, won't we? Without yeah, this exactly. other, you know, this, this flapjack person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or Mars Bar, as he's going to be called now. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, like I said, to everybody that's in the chat. Obviously, we've got a, a busy week ahead of us. Uh, and next game week could be very interesting indeed. So uh, if you ever got any questions, make sure to uh, tag us on Twitter, and I'm sure we'll try and answer them for you. Thank you so much, uh, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>